Glacier National Park practically killed me. Okay, I exaggerate. It definitely took its pound of flesh though. But I was warned that the Continental Divide Trail would throw everything it had at me. And going from north to south starts you off with big climbs right off the bat. Is this how we get Bionic Bliss back to herself as fast and efficiently as possible? <laughs> Sitting safely here in East Glacier on the porch of a new friend, I'd say yes. You're listening to the Blissful Hiker Podcast. I'm Allison Young, the Blissful Hiker, sometime professional flutist, sometime voice artist, and full-time pedestrian. Thanks so much to Lecky and Belega for their support. Also, Summit Orthopedics, my choice for two total hip replacements. I guess you could call me Bionic Bliss these days. And my goal in sharing stories of walking long-distance trails as a solo female middle-aged titanium-reinforced hiker is to empower you to learn to hike your own hike, too. Richard was our escort up to the Canadian border at Chief Mountain. Beautiful blonde and tan Emily, who somehow never looks tired. Mountain man Austin with a long beard and long hair, even on day one. And Oshana in a skort with long black hair tied up in Rosie the Riveter style. The mountains were in cloud, and sure enough, rain hit, making the trail a river, and thunder too, not as predicted. Wet, cold, not sure I should be doing this, our view was slowly revealed. And like something out of the Bible, with that beauty came a little evil in the form of mosquitoes. But you know, I loved those first days. So many people are anxious to get out on the trail after being cooped up too long that our permits through the park took us on some easy days of single digit miles and long, lazy afternoons. Okay, let's see you skip one. Under pressure. Not a bad little life, but it only prolonged the sense of anxiety if I'd make it up the pass with new hips. Up wasn't the problem, it was down. Pounding and negotiating each step woke up muscles I needed to get reacquainted with. Was that just a tired kind of sore or a warning sign? Hi, bears! And then there's the matter of bears. Hey, bears! Each of us and the new friends we picked up along the way, Kimmy with luxurious black hair and a white hoodie. I mean, who the hell wears white on a through hike and isn't afraid to roll in the dirt during yoga? And then Bunny, big and tall with the most infectious laugh ever. Scotty with the gift of gab and, like me, covered head to toe in the sun. And Andrea, smart, direct, and able to carve steps in snow at a 50 degree angle. All of us carried bear spray at our hip. But the number one deterrent of bears is our voice. Bears mean bear resistant food bags too. And all of them look the same. I lugged that giant Kevlar-like bag around for nine days and someone else's too when I accidentally grabbed a look-alike. That was a tough day all around for everybody. I ate nothing but handouts and she got blisters and couldn't bandage them. But the views, I said, the thrill of ascending, the joy of carrying everything on your back so you can sleep outside. Had I mentioned that there's a heat wave going on too? I hadn't quite figured things out until I walked through an overgrown hellscape of thimbleberries up to my armpits in scorching heat, 
followed by miles in a burn area. No coverage from the sun whatsoever. I got a hat, I got a hoodie, long pants, gloves, sunglasses, umbrella, and I still felt eradicated by the heat. Only time in ice cold lakes and streams healed that challenge. I'll be honest, of all challenges, the heat was the hardest. So I nipped that in the bud by getting up at 4.30 in the morning, much to the dismay of my neighbors in tiny campsites where we fit our tents like puzzle pieces. But it worked because my goal was to always stay in shade until the final push of switchbacks up the pass. That strategy helped me take an unbelievable alternate on a balcony walk looking straight into the heart of Glacier. It's funny how with all that heat, I still managed to prune my feet in a multitude of river crossings. So I had a meltdown trifecta of heat, bugs, and swollen feet. Fortunately, it happened one day before the end in a campground with a camp host slash volunteer ranger at the ready. And it helped that a windstorm arrived and cooled things down for my last big climb in the end of the section, up to Signal Hill, and it cooled down just a little bit. But hey, I'm not here to complain. I made it through, strong and still smiling, and ready for the next bit of remote 130 plus miles of the Bob Marshall Wilderness. Was Glacier training? Was it a warm-up act? Maybe just an appetizer. Well, we'll find out soon enough. You can subscribe to Blissful Hiker wherever you get your podcasts, and please leave a review on Apple, and that helps the show get discovered. Blissful Hiker is also on Patreon, and you can support the show that I will record while on trail this season. You can hear me recording right now on the porch of a new friend in East Glacier. As a patron, you'll get an invitation to private cocktail parties along the CDT where you can ask all kinds of questions and hang out via Zoom. You can find a link to Patreon in the show notes or at blissfulhiker.com. That's also where you can find other episodes, the blog, see pictures, and contact me. That's blissfulhiker.com. Next week, you'll find out how I managed in the Bob in northern Montana. Until then, my friends, kia kaha and happy trails.